Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and Tech Podcast, a roundtable discussion with leading WordPress and tech experts, hosted by Jonathan Denwood. Well, hello and welcome to a very special episode of This Week in WordPress and Tech. You can see uh, our pal John Locke and I are not happy because we are not at WordCamp. With, oh, oh, he's not. That was like a maniacal smile. I don't know. And we are coming at you live and in person from WordCamp US. At least the rest of the panel is. And we've got a whole motley crew here. They're all sitting at the same table. Jonathan is going to just peek his nose and cheek into the camera every once in a while. But he is there. And um, before we, we tackle episode 726, let's go around and meet our panel. First of all, uh, John Locke. How do you feel not being at WordCamp US right now? Uh, yeah, I'd love to be there with the crew, meet up with the posse, but uh, I'm there in spirit. Good. I could see. We can, Spence we can feel is it. there, but he couldn't make it the 10-minute drive. He just couldn't get out of bed. He couldn't get his I just wanted to be known publicly that there are lots of evening festivities outside the work camp here in there San Diego and a lot of uh, very uh, cordial guests in the community. So I have a lot of poor souls have made it down here, Spencer, but you know, you know, they look a bit rough as well, but they've made it down here. So Spence, do you have, uh, do, did you want to do an intro? It's Spence from WPLaunchify.com. Great. Here at the, here at the beach house. Oh, with HBO in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and you and then we've got this uh this crew sitting at the table. Where are you guys? You're at your hotel? We're in the lobby of the hotel, Stephanie. Nice. So why don't we uh hear from this crew that's sitting at the hotel there in San Diego? I don't know what hotel right. it is. Chris, would you like to Chris, go for it? Hey, it's Chris from Lifter LMS. <laughs> Hi, Chris. So glad to see you. <laughs> I did the wrong thing. Our pal, Stephen. Uh, yes, Stephen from uh, Hustlefish. Hustlefish. And, of and, course, our fearless leader. And, and it's Jonathan Denwood from WP Tonic. Back over to you, Stephanie. We, I yeah, am we also, Stephanie Hudson. What? I, we, got, we got two other people at the table here. We got uh, oh, Kurt yep, and uh, Will at the table. And they're both from Kurt Lifter. They're just all, they're just, you might hear them laugh, actually. They, they oh, are. okay. So <laughs> they we have a live audience. studio audience today. Yeah. No laugh track required. Um, so now yeah. we are, oh, oh, I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Stephanie Hudson. I would have come to WordCamp US, but it was, I would have had to get up too early. So I'm, I'm on East Coast time, so I couldn't do this show if I was there live either. I'd be like Spence, still in my gym jams. Sipping on coffee. I did wear, you can't really tell. I wanted to fit in though. So I'm wearing my uh, Nashville uh, WordCamp US t shirt from 2017, which I've apparently washed and shrunk. I'm sure that's why it's so snug. That's really, I'm sure that's the reason. Anyway, why don't we hear um, a few words from our sponsors and we'll be right back in just a moment. Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, 
Interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. The importance of backing up your WordPress website cannot be emphasized enough. We use BlogVault to help us do this on a daily basis. With free staging, migrations, and on the pro plans, malware scanning and auto fix, BlogVault is the professional's choice when managing just one website or many. Go to blogvault.com and see for yourself. You seriously won't find a better, more complete solution. That's blogvault.com, blogvault.com. And we're back. So if you just enjoyed that little ad break, we are, I highly recommend that you head over to wp-tonic.com slash recommendations where there are a ton of deals and recommendations and uh, discounts and things for the tribe right over there. So, and definitely sign up for Jonathan's newsletter. If you just can't get enough of him in the two live shows he does each week. Spence, you are so busy. What is happening? What's he, what's he bloody doing? This is what, are, are you like redecorating your Airbnb? What is happening? I, I'm, I'm trying to get this camera situation worked out. There we go. I, I needed okay, to well, Tom Sawyer this thing and figure it out. There don't we go. rush into it. It's now. only 10 minutes Hello. past when you're supposed to be ready to start. So on I had, listen, I had to have, story. I had to have a hot tub this morning. <laughs> We had to, you guys. So the first story isn't really a story. It's just WordCamp US. So the it's us.wordcamp.org where you can go and stream all of the talks. If you have been to WordCamps in the past, you may know that, well, at least in my opinion, the talks are like the least interesting part of the WordCamp. <laughs> It's all the networking and the parties and the meeting and the greeting and the hanging out that is really what makes a WordCamp special. But the talks are good, too. So we can all, uh, all of us at home can watch these. They should live stream the parties is what they should do. But I guess we don't need that to be broadcast, right, Spence? You know what I'm talking about? We will have those bars that go over people's faces on Saturday evening for anybody who attends ours. <laughs> So, Jonathan, did you want to talk about anything else specifically about WordCamp? No, I just think, I just think Stephanie, that um, I don't expect any mind-blown announcements. Um, obviously, the great leader's got a question and answer session at the last. Um, he's not doing the, he's not doing the, um, the state, state of, the, of, the, of the word, is he? He's not doing it. Is he? Can you get any insights wow. why he's not doing that, Chris? Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe uh, I'm, I'm not sure exactly where. He's going to leave it to Twitter and the whiskey bottle, is he? <laughs> Please don't. Oh, I don't know about Please that. don't. It's not. It does not sound like a good idea. Is Giuseppe there? <laughs> no, she's getting married this week. She's getting married. She, she had a good excuse not to attend. I guess she? that is a pretty good you know, excuse. Your well, guys. <laughs> Why don't we move on to our next story? This one is tech more than WordPress. This is. I, I, have, I have a question. I have a question that okay. I want to ask the uh, Lifter team about uh, WordCamp. So, like, sure. a lot of people know what it's like to attend WordCamp. Not, you know, a lot of people don't know what it's like to be on the other side of like the sponsor setting up a booth stuff. What 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 is that like? I'll turn this over to these guys. What? It is so loud when you when you slide it. It's so loud. Just by the way, 
just pick it up instead. Tell us about your first word. So this is actually my second WordCamp. I went to WordCamp Minneapolis four years ago. But Who are we first, hearing from? Who's talking? I'm Will Middleton from Lifter LMS uh, on the Lifter team. I had a customer success at Lifter. Um, but yeah, so this is my first WordCamp as a sponsor, showing up with Chris Thomas. They assembled the whole team uh, apart from uh, a guy we have in India and Italy. And we're all here having a great time, meeting each other, mostly for the first time, setting up our booth. And, Actually, yeah. yeah, Stephanie, we've got Bono with us as well. It's real hard to hear you, John. You're too far from the mic. Yeah, we can we, we can just do a little flip around here. Yeah, yeah we got Bono. We got um, we actually got Bono in the audience as well from YouTube. Nice. Look alike, actually. You but, got but the dude and it. Bono. <laughs> yeah. But we can't turn the camera or Jonathan will yell at you. So yeah. this is the well, one angle Well, it's a very delicate setup, Stephen. I know you're attempting to totally destroy well, this setup. But, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just have, I have a lot of questions. Uh, like, okay. uh, Will, uh, customer success. You're here at WordCamp. Well, ask the, he's got, the, the mic is pointing to Chris. Ask Chris. Well, the, the, this, this is a customer success question. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people who use Lifter that's also here. Are you excited to meet them or nervous? Because like, you know, that there's usually like that insulation of like an email or whatever. How like, like how's, how's that feel? Uh, yeah, so I'm totally excited to meet customers. I'm excited to meet all the people I work with online because that's my primary medium for working with people is via Zoom, via email. So meeting people in person, I absolutely love it. Uh, we met with a customer yesterday, actually. Took we grabbed, to took him to lunch and... Meeting people. Yeah, meeting customers in person, meeting people who use Lifter, meeting product partners in the industry, people I email with in person is just such a surreal experience to like fill in the usual aspects of meeting people that usually happen first in a relationship. And now it's sort of like a, a backwards thing, but it's really interesting and surreal to me to meet people that I've known for years, but I've never talked to in person. It is. It's, it is a weird thing, huh? Oh no! <laughs> they just knocked their connection off. Welcome back, folks, to Red Cam Twenty Twenty Two. Weird I'm cam, Jonathan. Is more like it. Hey, they you, set up. Uh, does that mean they, they they set up the the table <laughs> right in the entrance where all the people are checking in? You could not have a more busy location to be. <laughs> Somebody this is going almost as well. This is going almost as well as the one in Porto. Do you remember that one? That was an absolute. I, I, remember, I remember being on the receiving end of that one. Here comes the, cas <laughs> <laughs> the cascadable procam. In any event, it is. Uh, we we narrowly avoided Welcome a back. hurricane this morning. Welcome back, folks. We have no audio from Jonathan Denwood. That's his laptop. Hey. So he's gonna. Hey, Spence and John, what do you say you and I, you guys and I, talk about the Apple event? You wanna? Let's do it. Sure. Let's do it while they work out their difficulties. Because Jonathan, you have no audio. I just go ahead. Spence. Bought a thirteen plus. I told the story before because my I was in a my yard and sitting in the tub or something. My kid, who I just got him his first phone, saying, "Oh, Dad, your phone's so old. It's an eight. And I said, "It works fine. I'm going to keep it till forever." That very day, it bricked. And as I told you guys <laughs> yeah. in another show, like I, I got the third. Hello. I hear you now. 
Yeah, we're good. All right, great. Um, thanks for that. So I think Stephanie, we should go on to the next story before they break something. Listen, else. we're already we're already moving and grooving without you, John. Catch up, buddy. You got to catch up. We're we're making things happen over here. Spence, keep going. Spence bought a thirteen. Right before the fourteen so came out. The 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 day that my the day that my youngest son jinxed the old reliable, mm-hmm. I went and looked at the phones, but it was during COVIDish time, so you couldn't really find a phone anywhere. So I had no choice but to spend some odd, I don't know, it was like fifteen hundred bucks on a thirteen plus. And because they have serialized all of the displays and all the components, you can't get them fixed without going you guys got to put your mute button on because now the background noise is just taking over the mic. Jonathan. Yeah, all right, just give me a second. I'll, 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 Stephanie, press the mute button on his uh, screen thing. Oh, that's true. I can On your it. controller. There you go. All right, thanks. So long story short, I had to get the insurance and I had to get all the things so it could be officially taken care of by Apple. But... I will say that as a phone for the 1500 bucks, it actually fills the gap between like what I would normally do on a laptop, what I would normally do with a, a high resolution digital camera. Sometimes like now I'm on a vacation, I'm using it for a high definition webcam, even though I don't have a mount, it's better than my MacBook Pro's camera. So this Ford team, I think they started to get back to basics with what people are using stuff for instead of all the fluffy things and they're getting rid of the little notch in the top and blah, blah, blah. So I think what I guess my conclusion is, is that if Apple could continue to innovate in a way that people remove other devices and make it more of a one fits all thing with all the right, you know, connectors and components and software, it's worth the money, but it's just not the same thing as in the old days where you'd get a phone for 150 bucks and, you know, it's a burner phone and throw it out the window. Yeah, you. I don't even know if you're like. I think you're fired from this topic because you're talking like this is about the new things, and you're talking about the thirteen that you bought two years. No, because my metaphor is I just got the thirteen plus. I just spent fifteen hundred dollars, and they've got another. They've got another new phone, and they'll continue to spit them out. What I'm saying is, is the takeaway is that get your phone, spend the money because I also have a. I have a 2016 MacBook Pro that is totally sufficient, but the reason I keep it is because it has all the connectors, whereas the new ones up until the latest didn't. So I'm saying right. Apple's business as Apple's business was going down the tube towards flash and you know colors, and they seem with the 14 to be going back to like, oh, let's give the connectors back and so forth. Yeah. Oh, so who are you guys Apple users here? Like iPhone users? Who who yes, uses an iPhone? For sure. Everybody? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so we all we all have an iPhone. I've got the. I think I have the thirteen. I have the twelve or the thirteen. Uh, are you going to pre-order? Are you going to pre-order the fourteen? No. I'm I'm an every other kind of guy. Bill. Yeah. Like thirteen. Skip the fourteen. Wait for the fifteen. And the fourteen isn't yeah. that exciting. Like the uh, yeah. the the pro with the uh, what do they call it? Dynamic island, which is uh-huh. which is what the hell is are that? You, are you the the, the little so, pill. Okay. The, the, top, the pro, yeah. they like have taken out the notch and like moved it down, and so there's like a pill there, and they called the dynamic island, oh which is this. Uh, yeah. It sounds like, like a reality dating show, doesn't it? Isn't there a? It, it, it does, does a little bit. Well, Apple always does the craziest names ever, so mm-hmm. that's always a fun thing to see what they're going to call their stuff when it's just like some random feature. But it's actually, I think, a really beautiful way of using a what some people would call a weakness 
in their design, right? You have a notch out of your screen or an island out of your screen, and they're putting UI around it now so that it becomes a button and it becomes functional. Um, I think that was probably the coolest thing that I saw come from it. But other than that, the 14 is pretty much the 13 with a couple with the nicer it camera. It's like a bloody total yule fest, doesn't it? Really, doesn't it? The highlight yeah. is a, it's a really the dynamic island is what that. That's what they're calling island. your setup, there, Jonathan. <laughs> your little, <laughs> your little setup in the lobby. Until a certain guest started to move everything around, that was <laughs> that's, that's true. I, I take full responsibility. <laughs> I'm not inviting him again to a live event. So, Chris, how beloved. Are you going to actually say something, Chris? Chris, are you going to get the, uh, what do you think? Are you guys watch users? Do we care about the new Apple Watch features? Anybody want to go scuba diving with their watch on in case they need to check the time underwater? Whoops, <laughs> almost time adopter. to get more oxygen. I'm a what slow Chris? adopter, but uh, I'll, I'll, I do want the new MacBook Pro with the... Um, the blurred background, the better camera. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's oh. uh, that's that in my opinion is the biggest game changer in the Apple thing right now, so that people don't have to do the cam link and the um, uh, the the mirrorless camera like that. The one inside Apple is now finally good enough to compete. It, it may not be a hundred percent, but it's like ninety eight percent there. Wow, yeah, I, think, I didn't even read think- about that. Yeah, but I think the main thing, Stephanie, is, you know, the money is pouring in, but um, any kind of new tech is for any real excitement um, from Apple's died out a bit. You know, the M1 chips, the endless cores, that seems interesting. They have handled that quite well um, because it's a dramatic change in technology terms, you know, to get away from Intel, and it, it seems to have been handled quite well, much better than previous. Such a now, that's true. It, it is amazing how big a change it was and how well they've handled it. The uh, As a developer, though, like, sometimes there was some issues with, like, mm-hmm. compiling code using Node or Gulp or Grunt or whatever you're using. Like, some of that stuff took a while to catch up to where it wasn't a pain in the butt to use an M1 chip to make it work. Um, but... Uh, it still is, but it could have been a lot worse. Yes, it? yeah, it could have been. I mean, no, everything everything feels like it's normal now. It's just back to the good old days. There was just like six months to a year yeah. there where there was like random Animation. problems you could run into every it's once not, in a while. I've got the pronounce Rosetta. Rosetta. Oh yeah, yeah. That has seemed to have worked quite well. And Surprisingly, enabled them to not have a debacle like other previous where you change core technology like that it seemed to work but when it comes to this announcement um, you know but I think the reality is that I was reading the article you know over 50% of their profits come from the iPhone so in profit terms it's a rather important announcement but in technology it was a bit of a yawn fest I would say but what are you, you going to yeah. do with a, with a phone, really? Yeah. Well, and, the, like, is it necessary to have four versions of the of the 14? Like, you've got the 14, the 14 Pro, the 14 Plus, and the 14 Pro Max. Like, that, to me, just seems like, that seems silly. That seems like just more work and cost. Well, it's, like, it's really against, you know, what Steve, because when Steve, you know, became CEO again, that was one of the things that really peeved him off, all these different versions. There was like 30 different versions of the Mac, and it's insanity. 
And uh, um, but they do seem to be going down that path, don't they, Steve? Yeah, I am sad that there's no more mini though. I was a huge fan of the mini, just because like yeah. that just you know yeah. it fits in your hand, it slides in and out of every pocket. Whether you're you know rocking those skinny jeans or you know whatever sort of sort of pockets you got, it works. And yeah, uh, now talk, I don't have you, this. So. You talk about when are we gonna get the folding ones? That's what I want because you want that yeah. satisfaction of hanging up on somebody with a slap like that. It's not. Just pushing a button just doesn't do it, you know? Uh, anyway, all right. I think we've covered this enough, don't you guys? Yeah, this is yeah. like, I mean, it just isn't that much. Like, I, I'm going to get one probably. I don't know. I'm tempted at the at the new AirPods because I, I want the noise-canceling ones and whatever. But but still, like, I might get them, but, like, I don't feel like that event was, like, any kind of anything. Really, it's kind of a... Bing. All right, next up, we're heading over to masterwp.com, talking about the article by Rob Howard, the self-employment penalty emerging in WordPress. Um, Basically, the overview of this article is that if you are volunteering as a freelancer, um, those the cost of travel and things like that and time come out of your pocket, whereas if you are volunteering as an employee of a company that is allowing you to volunteer then it's almost like um an an asset to you or it's like extra money in your pocket basically because you're traveling for free or doing all these other things i don't know if i fully am on board with that what do you guys what do you guys think is this a is this a big issue i think this is this is kind of a companion article to uh their podcast episode where it said should uh, the the word camp volunteers and speakers be paid, and I I want to talk about that one next week. But uh, there is something to this because Angela Bowman from Women in WP pointed out that I think it was like seventy percent of the attendees were men because of the smaller. Attendance this year at WordCamp US, a lot of the tickets went to the sponsors. A lot of the sponsors, aside from a handful of companies, sent mostly men. Uh, so it's it's very interesting that um, some of the employees out there, they, they get almost like sponsored to go to, to events like this uh, or volunteer with something like Five for the Future. But if you're a smaller company, if you're like a solo person or a freelancer, anytime that you volunteer, that's taking money out of your pocket. You don't have uh, an employer or a boss uh, paying you to do something like that. So I think over time it has gradually shifted uh, that that uh, ability to attend these sorts of things, to volunteer, to have a voice. So I think there is a little bit of something to this. I don't know how much, but I, I, I think there is something to this. Is this a WordPress thing? Like to me, it's like, this is the whole thing. Like if I wanted to go get a job, I could go get a job and have vacation time and sick leave and all of those kind of things. But I choose to work for myself. Like that's not a self-employment penalty. I also have the freedom to set my own schedule and do what I want, you know, like, I don't know that this, I think this is like, we just want to complain about everything. Now, the fact that it's all volunteers and that nobody is being compensated for all of this work, like you said, John, to me, 
That is the issue. And anytime it's brought up to Matt, it's like, oh, no, no, we, we couldn't possibly take away the privilege of volunteering from everyone. Like, he's oblivious to the fact that he, he's just gotten so used to everybody doing for him for free. I, that I, it's like, I should use that language when people I'm asking people to do work for me. It's a, you know, it's a privilege. It, it's a privilege, Kirk. It's uh-huh. a privilege. It's a privilege to put up with my badness. Uh, um, so it's, it's a privilege Chris, to work with Chris, what do you think? That's how you need to put it, isn't it, Chris? Um, I'd say it's just a macrocosm of the challenge of being a startup entrepreneur versus on, on one end of the spectrum. On the other end of the spectrum, you've got big corporate with deep pockets able to sponsor people and send people. The first time I went to a word camp and sponsored a word camp, it was a harder, it was a much harder stretch than it is now. But that's kind of what I signed up for. But I agree that as a community, we should support the the beginners, the freelancers, the people that are having a rough go but committed. I think we need to find a way to better support it so it doesn't turn into primarily a corporate event. I totally try because, um, in some ways, I, I do think it all these work camps need a day or element where it's recognised it's a trade show, but you don't want it to become solely a trade show in field. Um, so it's a different brand. I've got really mixed feelings about this article, Stephanie, because in some ways I agree with John. It had some element, um, but when I initially read it, I thought it had gone off of the deep end really a bit because it is like $40 a ticket. I know you've got to pay your flight and accommodation, but um, it's not outrageous to come to this event. Um, I think it's more, it's more the ticket, but then I personally wouldn't have limited. I would have found a, a much bigger venue because it does seem slightly illogical when when Porto European World Camp had over almost 3,000 people, 2,500 tickets, and you've limited the US one to about under 700. It, yeah. it, it just seems a little bit skew-whiff, but, you know, that's just my view. Yeah, it, it, there's so many levels to this, but this article kind of was all over the place too. Like, are you talking about a self-employment penalty? Are you talking about, like... Outside. women and minorities having an outbreak. Like, I don't know. I don't know what one has to do with the other. I'm a woman. I've been to plenty of word camps as a solopreneur. Like, I, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get the problem. And hey, let me show up anywhere where it's two two to one men to women. I'm a happy camper. So I don't really get any of this, any of this stuff. Like, okay, whatever. Spence, you want to chime in? The one thing I can say on this topic, having come here, and I'm a safe guy as anybody with triple vax and masks and all the rest. And um, it was an egregious underestimation or egregious mistake to limit the ticket sales to 650. They should have just sold as many tickets as they could have sold because there's, I, I don't understand any reason why, why an event for 43% of the internet is limited to 650 people attending. I think maybe that was, I think maybe that was Rob's main point was that it's sort of like there were companies, you know, like waiting there to pounce on all the tickets. The other thing is, if you if you look at the attendee list, I'd say 25 percent is automaticians. So what, like 175 or so, maybe a little more or less of the people are automaticians. So there's like 400 people outside of automatic coming to the 
first time in three years WordCamp in a place where I'm not minimizing COVID, but like it's not a COVID issue. It's something else. I, I just don't understand it. And you guys, I was at that hotel where they're standing yesterday. It's a gigantic campus. And I'm here in beautiful San Diego. There's unlimited places for everybody to stay and be and do and fresh air. And there's no reason it should have been 650. It should have been come one, come all. What do you think, Chris? I mean, I don't know the logistics behind uh, how it was set up and the limitations or whatever. I did hear they had a hard time from some of the organizers finding a venue. So, and I don't know, I, I haven't looked into it, but apparently there's supply chain issues with conference events as well. So at least, so I'm hearing some of that just in conversation around the crowd, but. Yeah. And just because I'm, COVID is sort of a non-issue this week, you know, this, that venue was probably secured a year ago or nine months ago. So, you know, that is. Well, here, here's one, sorry to interrupt you. One thing that could have been maybe considered or maybe should be for future is, listen, I came there to stand next to people I've only seen virtually. Now, I'm still I got to meet Chris and Will in person, but I saw Jonathan and I wrestled into the ground yesterday and Stephen, you know, I will see today or whatever. But there's a lot but people like myself who I think would just come regardless of whether they go inside of the, the ballroom for the events. And that would have been a perfectly acceptable way to handle it. Like, just come here and you got a mingle ticket or you got to go inside the venue ticket. But it just seems odd to say, sorry, all the companies took all the tickets and a quarter of them are automaticians. So nobody else can come and, you know, involve themselves as a freelancer. I think that's his point. You know, a little person who wasn't on the Internet at that time just didn't get a chance even. All right. Any final thoughts on that, Jonathan? Let's, let's move on to our next story. Uh, actually, let's take a quick break. What's the matter? Are you? Oh, is he gesturing to me or somebody else? They're talking. No, the we've got some geezer that's chosen to have a conversation across. He's got a whole bloody hotel to have it, and he chooses it. And he's a loud fucker as well. Uh, that's because um, you're sitting on the dynamic island lobby. of the, the hotel lobby. lobby. <laughs> it's true. Uh, all right, we're going to take free. a quick break and hear no from our sponsors again. Build next-generation WordPress forms with WS Form, the only fully responsive, no-code form plugin. Choose from over 60 feature-rich field types, conditional logic, repeaters, calculations, and more than 65 integrations to build intuitive, accessible forms. Upgrade your form plugin today at wsform.com. Use coupon code WPTONIC for 20% off any WS Form edition. Hey, it's Ben's from LaunchFlows.com. If you've been looking for a fast and easy way to create powerful sales funnels on WordPress, then look no further than LaunchFlows. In just minutes, you can easily create instant registration, upsells, downsells, order bumps, one-click checkouts, one-time offers, custom thank you pages, and best of all, no coding is required. For as little as $50 per year, you can own and control your entire sales funnel machine with LaunchFlows. Get your copy today. 
Tribe, are you trying to scale your agency but struggling to find time to work on your business because you're always stuck working in your business? Head over to focuswp.co where you can subscribe to an instant team of white label geeks and creatives to delegate to. Use code WPTONIC for a special discount just for the tribe. With Focus WP, you don't have to worry about hiring, firing, or any other HR nightmares. Just submit a ticket and your new team will dive in. Focus on what you love, outsource the rest. And we're back. Oh my goodness. You guys don't miss the membership success summit coming up in just a couple weeks. It, you can go to membership site, wait, membership site successsummit.com. Rolls off the tongue. Uh, is it true they have Pat Flynn for a keynote? It is true. Can you believe it? I can. Um, I believe the date on the website is wrong. So we'll just maybe get that looked at. Is that, maybe so I'm on the wrong... Maybe I'm on the wrong... Maybe I just gave the wrong URL, Jonathan. Yeah, you probably have. It's the 29th for the 30th of September. Ship right. Success Summit. Can we, okay. can, we, can we go forward? <laughs> yeah, we can go forward. But this is... Okay, the member... The membership success summit.com is the correct URL. The, <laughs> the valet guy is waving to Jonathan that his that his uh, Lamborghini is double parked in front of the hotel <laughs> and they're gonna move him if, if he doesn't finish. Get your free ticket to the membership success summit and you can come hang out with me and Andrew Palmer, who will be emceeing oh, yeah. the event. Should be a good time. Okay, back to our stories. Let's talk about YouTube. We're going to go over to theatlantic.com in their technology section, an article by Mark Bergen. Just a few people crowned some of YouTube's earliest hits. This was like pre-algo, like no algorithms. There were actual human beings that were populating of YouTube and deciding what was going to be fed to people. That was pretty shocking. And, and you could email them. Who knew? You could email yeah. them and ask them, hey, put my video on the front of YouTube. Like, I wish I would have known Justin that. That's how Justin Bieber got famous. His mom just kept spamming them with his videos. I did not know that. Yeah, you need Bieber's mother to be a success. Charlie. Charlie bit my finger. That's it. Someone emailed that in, probably. <laughs> I, I think Charlie made it all on his own. He didn't need anybody repping him. Charlie no, got a deal. Charlie. I, you know, at that, at that time that this happened, I was playing around with that Ning network and it was before Facebook kicked in and I was making these flying videos and it was very costly with the computers and everything just to make a postage stamp size video, right? Just to process it. I had Pinnacle Pro and like, I don't know, XP something. It was just like a real rudimentary setup and you ground it away for an hour to make a five minute video and then you had nowhere to put it. But what I remember was so amazing about YouTube. I literally remember the first couple screens. It was like, they're going to let me put this up for free and they're going to host it for free. But there was so little stuff. It, it, it really, I do remember feeling like, oh, I wonder if this is going to be around for very long because it's so janky. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then boom, the, the rest is history. You know? Yeah, but I think, I think it covered some, it's a bit of a long-winded article, Stephanie, but yeah, I had I started scanning toward the bottom. Yeah, I did. But you know, it has become the kind of unofficial university of the world. You know, if you want to know something or know how to repair something or 
it's become in video terms the Wikipedia of online training. What do you reckon, Chris? You know, who would have thought that would have happened? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, if I were going to have one marketing strategy, I would use YouTube only. If uh, really, if I wanted to catalog or learn something, I'm going to go to YouTube first. Um, if I'm looking for entertainment, I'm going to go to YouTube. But in the beginning, we had no idea. So there's this, there's something called uh, reflexivity, where at first something happens gradually, then all at once. And YouTube definitely charted that path. Right. It definitely, lo- like, w- you just turn your head and one day it was the janky thing. And the next day it was like, whoa, like everything you need to know is there. And now, I don't know about you guys, but I pay for YouTube premium because no matter where I go, like in this house, they have Roku TVs and it's YouTube and YouTube has with plus no ads and you can get TV stations. It's just it's a utility now, you know, almost anything you need to access. But, you know, I think the other side of the article, Stephanie, is it's a bit like they've managed to avoid the public um, or regulator backlash that Facebook and maybe TikTok has faced, but their their technology now is being well documented that they have kind of quasar disappeared. Digi- it's a digital version of being disappeared in East Germany, you know. One moment it's they're promoting you and if you fall out with them in digital terms, you've disappeared, haven't you? You know, you no, no longer can be found, Stephanie. Um, and this is just a private company. That's just a private company that's choosing not to like your what you're saying in your videos anymore. So I think they were trying to touch that, Stephanie. I I missed that part, John. I didn't catch that when I was reading it. It's well, you, like were scanning, this, you were scanning it so much, weren't it you? It was a long article. I know. No, unless it's three paragraphs, you just can't be bothered, can you, Stephanie? I need an audio version. You Next know. time, call and read it to me, John. Oh, I uh, will do. I'm sorry. Uh, you know. At 1.5 yeah. speed. Please. Um, John Locke, do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, you didn't read it, Stephanie. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I thought it was very interesting because uh, how this article talked about, similar to the Yahoo directory, YouTube was human curated. It wasn't just algorithm driven. But some of the the things that you still see today, like the challenges uh, were and and people doing like viral videos as, as a response to uh, a popular video like the covers of Chocolate and Rain uh, and the Rick Rolling <laughs> that started back then. So when you see stuff like a Harlem Shake challenge or you know people doing the cinnamon challenge, you know that's those are all um, echoes of those original things where uh, people found a, a curated video that they thought would be interesting and then people started doing response videos to it. That's actually a large driver of, of YouTube uh, today. And it even echoes into uh, other platforms like TikTok. TikTok for sure is a yeah, ton of that. So that's, yeah. that's all like echoes of this period. So I found Have it. Have you seen the, the new I like, I like corn yeah. meme? Yeah. It's so Kid- cute. I have heard of it. Yeah, 
I just well, want to know, Spencer, how's your breakfast going? Because we've been observing you watching your breakfast. I just want to let you, you I just want to let you know. I had cocktails last night, hot tub this morning, bulletproof coffee, a little brie cheese on crackers while I'm talking to my friends on uh, video. I don't know what you wankers are doing in the lobby. You should be all sitting around in your rooms like doing the same. Well, I'm on vacation as a freelancer, hanging out with my WordPress buddies selectively. Get out of that well, lobby. We, Let's we, get together for a cocktail. We never, we never managed to get the coffee because the fucking line to get any drinks in this fucking place is longer than my arm. I'll send you guys the address to the beach house. Come on out before the hurricane comes today. They're charging you $5 a cup, literally, and you've got a queue for half half the day to get one bloody coffee. Uh, I'm I'm launching a new course uh, this year for free. It is on Lifter LMS. It's how to do WordPress USA right. Word came yeah. USA, right. They, they, right. Definitely, they definitely need to study that course. I'll pay for it and <laughs> give them a free invite. They need some bloody help, that's for sure. Uh, um, that's all I'm I, I think you missed the whole free coffee section. There's like literally a thousand crafts of coffee out there. <laughs> There's these huge signs that says coffee and snacks with arrows. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. Where, where? I'll miss that. Oh know. man, I'll I'll show it to you later. Yeah. Jonathan, you need to do a walk around for your later sh- interview. Just do a walk around of the whole facility. It is a remarkably interesting cool. facility. It, it looks like a it's like a Vegas hotel kind of there, with the pool and all the you know stuff around. But well, because got dyslexia, I just get lost and I'll never be able to find my way back to the place. Well, so somebody dyslexia could... mean you're bad at directions. <laughs> Somebody oh, will see oh, the live stream and they can send a search party for you. I don't sense the direction at all. I can just go off somewhere. They take me near half the morning to get back. I'm like a lost dog half the time. So, so. <laughs> this Lexus so he gets lost. Somebody slap an Apple tracker but tag on you. don't mess around face. with the cameras. Exactly. The they did an air tag on Noisy it. people on the phone. And, you know, hey, would anybody like to talk about a WordPress article? How about we dive over to WPTavern.com? Sarah Gooding wrote the article, iThemes patches vulnerability in backup buddy WordFence tracks 5 million exploit attempts. What do we think, Stephen? It was you, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Just between you and me, John. Uh, No, don't you like about that plugging? You try those exploits. Here's here's what I would like to know is... uh, how many sites were those five like million exploits blocked? Like you know that that bot that was trying to do whatever it's you know, take advantage of the exploit is hitting the same site like ten thousand times. Like that's how they do. And so I think it'd be very interesting is to see like how many sites were like exploits blocked versus just the total number of exploits blocked ever. I don't know. I'd be curious. They're just hitting your LMS website. <laughs> it's, it's one. Guy, it's one guy in Belarus hitting all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I hope you realise, Will. This you got all those support tickets waiting for. John, John Locke, do you have any um, actual feedback on this? On uh, the iThemes, like, you know, yeah. it, it's backup, buddy. I don't think is as relevant as it once was. I, I, there is definitely a time where that was the preferred solution for backups. I think a lot of the hosts, they have daily backups and there are other solutions out there. Um, but 
Yeah, that's a that's a lot of exploit attempts. So it sounds it sounds to me like you know if you if you have a site, keep your keep your software updated because there's always people in nefarious places trying to hack your site. You need a good maintenance WordPress maintenance company. I do know of one. Uh, but there you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think the exploit that needs to be created by some clever person in WordPress is it's a honey trap for these kinds of things. But when some exploit tries to hit it, it collects and tracks that hit as an active install of a WordPress plugin so that that particular plugin rises in ranks inside of WordPress.org as the most popular downloaded plugin. Just because the guy in Belarus is banging the thing. He's banging the what? He's banging, you know, he's banging the, like, trying to exploit it. If you could turn that into an install and it tracks on WordPress.org, super accurate, you know, uh, analytics. Stephanie, this this is worse than uh, Shag the Donkey. (laughs) Almost. Bang the thing! Shag the Donkey. Shag, Shag the Donkey is the ultimate worst. Yeah. So, um, so this is a super short article. I just don't think, yeah, I mean, I I just feel like we've covered it. I just am more interested in what's going on at WordCamp. Maybe that's why. Oh, I want to say yesterday about WordCamp that I had the pleasure when I was done meeting with Jonathan uh, Denwood, uh, Anna and I were heading back out and I saw somebody who I had, uh, is one of my idols, I think, in WordPress. It was Mark Jaquith. I thought it was Jack with it, Jake with, and I got to meet him and I was really thrilled because there's a whole bunch of people in line that were busy trying to check in. But to me, the highlight of this whole thing this weekend will be either around the lobby in the pool at one of the parties, just meeting people in person. That's the whole point to me. The rest of this yeah. stuff, I don't know. Yeah, but can you be bothered to get out the jacuzzi, though? (laughs) I want to use, I'm going to use this as a teaching moment for anybody who cares, okay? I'm a freelancer. I'm the laziest guy in the world, but I'm also very selective. So this trip is paid for by creative means, clients wanting to connect together. And I'm coming here as a vacation to meet other WordPress people, but I'm not coming here with some grandiose idea that it'll change the world. It's just a bunch of people that I've only seen on the screen or read about for all these years to see in person. And if I'm not going to have a vacation, there's no point in schlepping my ass out from Chicago for it. I want to have fun, you know, so that's my my lesson for freelancers is get a client to pay for your vacation so you can go and meet other people in person. Well, I'm all going to say, Spencer, we've got audience behind the camera. I'm, I just don't think they're buying the expense, but there we go. Is that the audience that kept you from your coffee? Exactly. You know, I couldn't queue. I'm English. I've had enough of queuing. That's why I come to America. There we go. Uh, um, <laughs> As we've, we've covered all our stories, Johnson. There we go. We need to go into our recommendations, don't we, Stephanie? It's time to go into the recommendations. Who would like to start? Jonathan, do you have a recommendation? I'll go. Uh, okay, thank you, Chris. I was connecting with uh, the founder of WS Forms, mm-hmm. and I've taken a look at it, and it's a pretty cool form plugin on the up and up, really kind of power user developer focus. So check out uh-huh. WS Form. It is an awesome plugin, and Mark Westgard. Isn't that Mark? Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He's such Mark, a good guy. Mark has the right idea. 
about forms because honestly, there's so many choices in forms, but Mark really runs a person first business like you and Thomas do, Chris, quite frankly, and the and Will is that it's like and Jack too. Uh, it's about what he does personally to be involved as much as it is about the technology. Mm-hmm. And and he's a super low key guy. Again, Tom Finelli. There's lots of examples of that. I think that's what really makes the ideal WordPress business is somebody where the founder is present and visible and is a big part of keeping uh, the customers happy and loyal. But Mark, in, in a very busy field of plugins with forms, there's a lot of choices. Yeah. True. And they spun- any sponsors to this show, Stephanie? So he's a he's a hero in my mind. He is a hero. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, Stephen, do you have a recommendation for us? Oh man, I completely forgot about recommendations. Uh, okay. I'll recommend the, the free coffee with not a queue line to Jonathan. That'll be my recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John. Well, you got it wrong. It's the Success Summit that you've got to recommend, Stephen. Yeah, that- he wanted to be a bro- he's a bronze spot. He's a sponsor of the bloody thing. You should. All right. Um, there we go. So um, I've got a recommendation. Well. It interests me, um, Shawcart from um, the Astra people, they've got this, they've um, issued this WooCommerce competitor. Uh, um, it's got some interest to me, so maybe um, go and have a look at that, Stephanie. That's uh, Shawcart, S-U-R-E. Shawcart. Shawcart. Um, John Locke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I found uh, I came across uh, somewhere in one of my feeds. There is this kind of retro site called c-90.org, and it's a old website, you know, with a little eight-point font. But it has um, screen captures. It has like photos of all the old cassette tapes that have like ever been. So if you were one of those Gen X people like myself and Spence and probably Stephanie too, that like made mixtapes or tape stuff off the radio. You could look back at at all these and kind of get a dose of nostalgia. And if you're a younger person, what was the cassette deck? Yeah. Yeah. But if, if you're a younger person, you you can look back and, and say, you know, wow, like this is uh, what my parents or my uncle my aunt like used to uh, is tape it, on. Is it the number ninety or is it spelled ninety? It's yeah, it's the number ninety. Just c dash ninety dot org. Yeah. Yes, please put your uh, those that are not attending live. Can you put your recommendations into Slack? Oh yeah, it's in Good Slack and it's it's in Streamyard. Yeah. I, um, those that are just staying five minutes from the hotel that can join us live. If they could do that as well. A cassette tape, it's like a Victrola, Jonathan. (laughs) I I just moved, which is why everything is a disaster behind me. But I found an old cassette tape that I had like duped off the radio that was Dave Matthews Band, like scribbled in my own handwriting. And I think I'm going to put it in a little frame, like a little to hang it on. I'm like, this is the most 90s thing I've seen in a while. Like, I think we guest Band. over there to join the show. It's hard to find a player. Anyway, so. Yeah, oh, it's, it's funny you should say that because, and I think part of what inspired me too, I used to be in a band like back in the uh, little local band back in the 90s. And I, I, drug all these tapes out of storage and I found that they have uh cassette to MP3 
recorder. So you can pop your tape in there and just convert it straight to MP3. So I was listening to that stuff. So I think that that's where I found this. Yeah. Nice. Spence, do you have a rec? I have two recs. One is um, speaking. I think I mentioned this to Jonathan yesterday, but like speaking of like where WooCommerce is going with one click solutions, there's an alternative way to handle one click solutions that kind of bypasses all of the fuss of companies like fast and rally and all the ones that are trying to reinvent the idea that somebody, you know, they're, past history of buying stuff is available to use. And it's a browser extension called OnSleek, O-N-S-L-E-E-K.com. It's a third-party company, browser like extension. On sleek? Uh, like on Sleek? Like on S-L-E-E-K. Yeah, like on Fleek, but with an S. And uh, the, the basic idea is if you go to any website, it essentially takes your credentials and makes sure that the right credentials show up. Kind of a little like LastPass or something else might do, but for any checkout form. And I thought it was an interesting thing because it's an 80-20, maybe 90-10 way. It just solves the problem of like, how do you make it possible for me to check out quickly with the right credit card? Ta-da! I mean, it happens on most browsers anyway. The second one is Enterprise Rental Car, brought to you by WP Launchify. <laughs> because... This trip, I decided to use Enterprise, and they have a thing that's called like a fast pass or something that you fill out in advance. So instead of doing the thing where you come from the airport, take the shuttle bus, go and wait behind every single person on your airplane, I was able to, for no cost, bypass the line after the shuttle. And then when I stood there, the guy who's like the valet for this free service was so nice and so lazy He's like, oh, you got a Chevy Impala. I got to go to the other garage for that. Would you like this brand new Mustang convertible instead? And I'm like, same cost. He's like, yeah, sure. Brand new Mustang convertible, no waiting. Enterprise rental car just won me over as a customer. It was ridiculous. <laughs> they knew Spencer was coming. Did I? Just, uh, just worth the try. Yeah, I have one. I'll do mine, I guess. Um, I am... Can you guys still hear me? My my headphones just went weird. Um, I am going to do a shameless plug for Bursa, Bursa AI, because we have changed our pricing models. We are trying to make AI copywriting available to everybody. So now with the free plans, you get 5,000 words every month for free. And we have a new $10 plan, 10 bucks a month for 15,000 words. So those are both really, really good ways for people to get a foot in you know and really try it out um try out using ai and have enough words to play around and learn it and bertha ai as well as focus wp are both sponsored silver sponsors of the membership success summit coming up so i would like i would like us all to send out best wishes to our friend Arnie Palmer, who is uh, experiencing unfortunate back troubles and uh, cannot be with us, but I know I've had, had back surgery. surgery. I've had back yeah. surgery and it's not fun, so I wish him a speedy recovery yes. because he, he's a good friend. Yes, yeah, cool. Good point. Um, okay, has everybody given their recommendations? I don't want him to Chris. He got bored and he just walked off. He's like a strike. He, he had to go find a chair. He's been standing this whole time. I know, I just got bored, Stephanie, just wandered off. Yeah. 
I don't blame him. All right, you guys. Well, thanks everybody for being here. Have an awesome time at WordCamp US. Please send us some more videos and photos and things like that for those of us schlops who are stuck at home, wherever home might be. All right, we will see you guys all next week back at our normal desks. Hopefully my desk will be a little bit more organized and I'll have my microphone plugged in and everything by then. All right, have a great week, everybody. See ya. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind WordPress membership group on Facebook? And if you want to keep up with all the latest news on the podcast, visit wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.